Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. Back? Back in the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, back from Morocco. That's nice. And, you know, you had a good time. We got that picture of you, you know, yeah. shared out there. It looks like it was just a blast. Yeah, man. It was it was a real good time. That Yeah, that picture. I think we shared. I was in the Blue City. Just Sharon. I say or Chef Sharon. Yeah, like I, I don't know. <laughs> Very cool little place. Just like city on a mountain, big old mountain. And there's only two places in Morocco that can paint their shops and stuff blue. Hmm. And it's in that city and Rabat, which is where the palace is. I think it's the capital, Rabat. But that's where the airport is. Yeah. And yeah, it was a good time, man. You had some couscous. Couscous. Food's so nice. The name is yeah. twice, but yeah. <laughs> right. It's kind of like a, it's like a Moroccan pot roast, almost like they serve well, that big was... mountain of couscous with the beef on top of it. Yeah, is that what you had in it, beef? It's funny. It's funny because I had some couscous while you were in Morocco. My niece, like, we just went to family dinner. And my niece just had couscous. Like, she's like, "Oh, I made some vegetarian couscous." Oh. So, I was like, "Hey." Oh, perfect. But it was on Sunday. It wasn't on Friday. I should I should have told them, you know, Friday's couscous day. Okay. It, Friday the holy day. That's when they, <laughs> they eat it out there. And and so, the king gets it for everyone. Is that what you were saying to me? From what I understood, yeah, it's supplied like to all the people in Morocco from the king. And don't quote me on it, but that's that's what I was told. I didn't like really run into the ground, but that's the impression I got from their military and my leadership there. Those guys are all just like uh, filling you full of crap. Like, dude, he believed it. Yeah, but I will say I couldn't get it on any other day when I tried to order it. Like a couple times, I hit it, try to get it at lunch, and they're like, "Only Friday, only Friday." Maybe. But their army did move it up to Thursday, our second week, because we were oh. not going to be there on Friday. Oh, they like, and they were gracious in. enough. They were gracious enough to move Couscous Day up to Thursday. <laughs> they snuck it in. So, Don't yeah. tell nobody. Couscous only but then, on Friday. <laughs> yeah. And I was like loving the Couscous. And everybody else I was with was kind of like over it. But I was like, wait a minute. So I can order it tomorrow too on my own. And they were just like, <laughs> we already got it. And so I went to dinner that night at our hotel. And I was like, Couscous? And they're like, we have Couscous. So I was like. Played it up. Let's get it. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's kind of like that saying, like it's five o'clock somewhere. Like it's Friday somewhere. <laughs> yeah, couscous time somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, awesome. But uh, glad you're back. Glad you're back. Yeah, man. It was a good time. Uh, exercise. They, they did a little training or exercise. Not training. It was like a kind of like a demonstration of their capabilities and stuff, and went well. They had like 11 countries in there come watch and they like briefed them and as they went through it and it was kind of cool like military from like Senegal and Jordan and stuff like that seeing them and uh, and then just working with the, the Moroccan force it's a good time they're really nice people they uh, don't have you know a lot of the same resources and training we get in their military but they are really good at being resourceful and they can do <laughs> that's so, good that's good a lot of, Maybe we need to start and, uh, eating foods was, only on certain days and be more resourceful, you know? Yeah. And that food out there is not nearly as processed. So, like, it was nice. It it hurt some guy's bowels when we were out there. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I was like, man, this, this is good. Anyways, yeah, real good time. Good place. How, how have you been, man? The last uh, couple I've weeks been there. great, yeah. I mean, we, I mean, it's been a while since we've talked. I mean, talked on here. We've talked since then, you know. But... Right. Yeah, everything's been good. I mean, we did the podcast last week with Autumn. She stepped in because Benny's been working on his house, so he's been crazy busy. So Autumn stepped in. I she heard. Did, she did a good job. So Special guest. But, yeah. And, you know, That's youth cool. hockey's in full swing. And so we've kind of been doing that. That's kind of been the focus. Um, you know, just done with getting the season started with D.C. Wind. and um, Awesome. Yeah. Back into coaching. Yep, first first weekend of coaching, we had we had two sessions. We had a practice, and then our Saturday practice, and then we had a skills clinic, also. So, and then I got word that so I've been trying to get like more ice time with DC Wind, and we got some more ice time Sunday morning. So we're gonna be running like a Sunday morning skills clinic for oh. you know see how it goes and see if we can get some kids some extra ice time, a little 
extra practice for whoever nice. wants to come and be early. You know, and there's just stick and puck also in Bountiful. But I feel like kids do a lot better when there's not a bunch of, like, you know, 30-year-olds taking slap shots. It would be nice to get these kids kind of their own ice time. They can, you know, they can own it and do whatever. I mean, not do whatever they want. We're going to have some, some directional, you know, for them and, you know, really push them and get these kids better. So that's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah, so youth hockey, I mean, that's the biggest thing that's been going on with me lately. Um, yeah, good, good. I actually started a new job. What? Teaching job? You're doing that stuff? <laughs> so, so since last talked, you know, I did the teaching job, but it ended up not working. Well, it worked out, but Autumn was like, hey, I'm, I'm busy at my work too, and they wanted me full time. And in the beginning, it was going to be more flexible, and it ended up not being. And so it was best. I don't know. Every other teacher there, like, works nights, days, whatever they want, Tuesday, Wednesday. But they wanted me full-time every day, and I was like, I can do almost every day. But they were just like, yeah, it's not going to work. So um, ended up okay. quitting that job, I guess, or we just parted ways. They didn't really fire me, and I really, like, you know, like they gave me an option. I was like, hey, that's not going to work. So it was a fun two weeks. Yeah. It, was, it was a blast, but I did start a new job. Um, with a tax company doing tax stuff. <laughs> so taxes, tax tax stuff. You know, I don't really do taxes oh, okay. or anything, but just tax. helping helping with a tax company, kind of do some work. So one of those three letter words ending in X that stresses us all out <laughs> <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Those three letter words with axes. <laughs> we're all trying to get done. We're yeah. all just trying to get done, and we're worrying way too much about it. <laughs> and we're always worried. Would... We're always worried we did it wrong. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's the best way to put it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Um, hey, well, man. You know, you tried out, found out the preschool thing. It was a. It was a blast. Out, it really was a lot of fun, and. I wish it would have worked out because it was fun, but hey, didn't so, work out. So, the career might be a little more boring. Yeah, than that one. It's going to be a little more boring, but it is work from home, so it kind of nice. It does help out with a lot of other issues in my life. Issues, Having but, a uh, busy wife with the home business and three <laughs> kids, you know. Yeah. That's important to compromise in some of those areas. Yeah. So, you know, life is, you know, figuring out what works for you and, you know, trying to perfect it every day, but we're never going to get there. So just get a little bit better than I were yesterday. So cool, man. But yeah, let's jump into some hockey. I mean, we talked youth hockey's already rolling for pretty much everybody in the state. Um, Maybe Vernal's not rolling because they don't have ice yet. But other than that, I'm pretty sure every youth hockey group started this last weekend or earlier. I know there were some games going on. We don't play games for about a month, just kind of give the team some time to, you know, gel, I yeah, guess. Yeah, come together. Yeah. Yeah, so um, high schools roll in in the state. and Hey, the alumni, huh? Yeah, yeah. So my, you know, t- former team, DCI, played your team as the home opener. And I really wanted to go, even though you were going to be out of this country. I, I was like, oh, but he'll be gone. So I was going to try and go, but Lexi ended up having practice on, I think it was last Monday. So wasn't able to okay. go. Was that down at the Oval then? No, I was, down, I was down in Salt Lake at a practice at Steiner, but they were playing at Ogden at like 8.30, I think. So I wasn't going to make it back all the way to oh, Ogden okay. on Monday. So DTI. Yeah. Home opener, I guess. And it was More, tied. Right, yeah. I think it was tied going into the third, and then like they lost. So Copper Hills won. So congratulations. I guess you win that. <laughs> Go Grizz, I guess. <laughs> Go Grizz. <laughs> yeah. CH. There you go. Is that the hand moment movement thing? It, it's one of my, I can't remember how we did it, but it was, I think it's left hand over right. DCI. Like that, yeah. I don't know if I can even. See D C I. It doesn't really work. So, but I just always 
made, I always like said as a joke, like the cheerleaders, cause I was like, CH, HS. <laughs> like they always like was a pause. It's <laughs> yeah. like when I would cheer for copper girls, I would just do that. Like CH, HS. <laughs> you guys were, you guys were, that was like chiss. my, you guys are the cheese. Tongue and cheek cheer. Yeah. Cheese. The cheese. The cheese. The cheese, guys. <laughs> the cheese, Chris. That's cool. Uh, yeah. We were never that great at anything when I was there, except for drill team. And I was like, ah, I don't. Did I don't the high school dance. team win the state championship before you came in then, I guess? Because they won it two years in a row, didn't they? I think that was like, no, that was like, I think it was like five-ish years after I left. Yeah, they got pretty dang good and, and got some, some ships. When I was, we started the team back up my sophomore year because it oh. had been a hiatus from Hawk. There had been a sabbatical. I don't know when they went defunct or whatever stopped from their previous generation sometime in like the 05 team, maybe 04, 05 era yeah. time frame. And then we started up in 08 and then I graduated 2010. So yeah, my sophomore through senior year. And then, yeah, we were pretty rough. I was telling my senior like, Yeah. So maybe it was like, oh, maybe it was only a, a couple of years. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I can't remember those. Hey, exactly, but I remember hearing they won state. Yeah. Where Where are the pride? You helped start the team back up, so they can thank Mason hey. and the other guys for starting the team back up. We were blazing the trail back then. Yeah. Speaking of team blazing the trail, I we were we were at the rink on. I was I was at a rink every day this last week, except Thursday, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, no Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I was no no rink yesterday. Because the other team was in Colorado, but yeah, so, but I was at a Bountiful and Farmington was playing their first game, and like I seen this other like kid walk in with a jersey, and it was like black and green. It was said Ice Llamas on it, and I was like, Ice, Ice Llamas. I was like, Who's the Ice Llamas? You know, <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and like I didn't know if it was a like a I don't know, exhibition game or if it was like a travel game, and then I saw Farmington come yeah. in. And I was like, wait, they're playing Farmington? And I was like, who are these Ice Llamas? But I looked into it, and they're South County Ice Llamas. So it's a new team this year. They have a D1, a D2, and a um, JV. So I'm guessing I South County. Yeah, it's, I'm South County. Whoa. I'm guessing it's not because Southern Utah yeah. County is like the Yetis. And so I'm guessing it's like when I was when I played, there was a South County, and it was like South Salt Lake um but they were just called South County Independents. But I guess I'm guessing this is another independent team. But they're kind of bringing that okay. back. And I, Ice guess they, I guess they voted on Ice Llamas. But that's what they went with. That's and awesome. their like colors are like dark, you know, like like really like I don't know neon green almost and black. So they look sharp, you know, kind of like the Dallas Stars, like those jerseys they wore last year that were like black and green. Okay, like just I mean, black and green, like that's yeah. kind of their like scheme. So it'd be cool if they had green buckets. Maybe they should call UVU and see if they can get an order of green buckets. Right, dude. <laughs> get that green bucket hookup. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I watched that. I actually watched most of the Alta and Skyline game. I think it was their home op- or you know first game of the season. And those two teams, I think, are pretty good rivals. You know, both being up there um, on the east side of Salt Lake, but. They, it was a, like, Skyline just dominated, like, the whole game. Did that. And then there was a fight, I guess. Like, I, I missed the fight, but it took them literally, like, 15, 20 minutes to sort out all the penalties. Oh, man. And, you know, they got the parents of just yell, drop the puck. And, like, the refs were, like, get ready to drop the puck. And then, like, somebody would, like, ask a question that was another five minutes. And, oh, man, it sucked. And yeah, it's but, gotta be a nightmare to sit there. Yeah, but so they're down. I think it was like five two, and then they came back and like they had a power play and they scored one. And it was they just had this kid, their captain on Alta. They was just gonna like looked like he was just gonna do it by himself. He had a wicked shot and they got one, and then they pulled the goalie and Skyline scored an open net. So it was kind of over after that. But it was a good hockey game. It was a real good so game. Three one. It ended up being like, well, they were up like five to two or five four or four. Oh, okay. Was, they were up by like three goals, 
And then they got one, and it looked like maybe they were going to come back because I think they got two, actually, after the fight. And so I think they came within one, and then, yeah, and then they got the open net. It was kind of over by then. So it was a good game, though. You know, I try and catch a high school game when I can, and I'm going back down to Steiner tonight for practice, so maybe there'll be another high school game, and I can, you know, sneak over. Two birds, man. And, yeah, I can watch Lexi on the one and sneak over and watch a little high school hockey on the other side. So, But, yeah, so, I mean, that's – that's really all I got for high school hockey other than it's going. <laughs> right. And it's dude. good. It's good to see all these teams getting back. Um, juniors in Utah, those teams all are rolling now. A um, couple teams yeah. started this weekend. I think Mustang started last weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're out to they're up to three and one now. Yeah. And so they played I think the same team. So they played northern Colorado in Colorado last week. Yeah, and got two wins, and then that team came and played everybody here this weekend. Yeah, and so yeah, and Mustangs. Well, they're yeah, Mustangs went two and one, I guess, on car, and then they got a win this weekend, so they're like three and one. Yeah, I did see that. But yeah, they won the home opener, and then yeah, Outliers opened up in Provo against Riverblades. That was pretty. The, the River Blades are starting off slow. They They're lost. Off they started off last year. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know if that means the second half will be how it was last year. But we did discuss that coach and them believing right and getting uh, yeah, did he get a pro job. Yeah, Czech, that... Czech Republic. So he went to the Czech Republic and yeah. he's coaching pro now. So, but, and I know a lot of the kids. There's a few that are back. Um, the you know. One, the one that we interviewed last year, I think Blake Blevins, he's back. Um, I know one of them went to go play for the U. And, you know, those junior teams are yeah. always up and down in the roster. You know, they're always. Yeah. And I found out, I think it's the same ownership for them in Utah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if, like, how that, that seems like you're kind of sticky if he's, like, stacking the deck in one of the teams and then <laughs> leaving the other. Th- I, I don't know. I don't know if well, that's how it, it works, was, but it was, he's. Eight nothing win by the Outliers. So yeah, so the Outliers destroyed them, and I think I saw that the Outliers have an Erdis on their team, which that was the uh, captain last year. I think it's his brother. Oh yeah, Mike Erdis was the captain of Provo yeah, last so year. So Erdis is the one I that think, went to Utah. His, the Mike yeah. Erdis. So and I think his younger brother is playing for the Outliers this year. <laughs> so I mean, I know in the Outliers are the ones that like end up what winning the tournament yeah. and representing. The their state. division in the championship or in the national. So maybe they're a little more loaded up. At least they look that way so far. Yeah. Cause but. yeah. Cause they also played the, who did they, they played, uh, was the, Eagles. the Eagles yesterday. Northern Colorado. Yeah. And they lost like five, nothing. So Provo's yet to score a goal. So they were, yeah, 13 goals against and zero four. And it looks like outliers started off two and oh, they went down, yeah, destroyed Provo, and then they won on Saturday in what they call the sellout crowd there at the Accord in their home opener, 4-1 against Northern Colorado. And they put out an article on their website about it. It looks like, yeah, so they they start off strong. I didn't read the whole article, but they, uh, yeah, so Nick Erdis is on the team. He scored one of the goals, and so I think that is, I'm thinking that's the brother yeah. of Mike Erdis that was the captain in that high score for Provo last year. So it seems like that uh, Utah team is a little more, is more stacked as of now. I don't know if it'll be on. There's usually some season trades and maybe there'll be a coaching change in Provo. <laughs> yeah, so maybe they'll pick it up, but yeah. Uh, Mustangs I mean, look like they're in the first place. Yeah. Mustangs are doing good. It looks like, and it looks like the Outliers are doing good and they played this Friday against each other. So that'll be a good game. It'll be fun to see that one, yeah, for sure. And then I think the Riverblades play the Bulls on Friday, and then they play the Mustangs on Saturday, and then the Bulls again again on Sunday. So you know, it okay, seems so like it seems like you know it's, yeah. they just kind of play musical chairs all weekend with each other, with one team yeah. in town, and you know a couple. You play you play the team in town, then you play some of the local teams, and kind of just rotate. So. Yeah, make a roadie and then play the other teams, other local teams. <laughs> like a short roadie. <laughs> yeah, I think um, their division's only 
five teams and it's like two are in Colorado and three are in the Wasatch Front area, yeah, you know, Utah yeah. area, northern Utah area. So, I mean, that works as far as scheduling goes pretty well. And those teams usually so. just come right down the Wasatch Front and play all three. So I think it, I think it works yeah. out for everyone. I think when we go, when our teams go there, they just play two home games for, you know, all for the Bulls or Eagles. And they play a couple of rando teams too also, but... But yeah, so juniors is looking good. I like I said, the Mustangs versus the Outliers this weekend is going to be probably the highlight of the juniors weekend so far, and hopefully Provo Riverblades can score some goals. And yeah, those guys, yeah. those guys are fun. Those guys are good, and hopefully they yeah. can have another rowdy season like they had last season. So cheering those guys yeah. on. And then, right, and then hopefully they can you know create some more pipelines for these college teams. Yeah, and just we're just gonna head right, segue right into this college stuff. So, um, I, I mean, we can start off with UVU. They've kind of been a little bit of a punching bag, it seems like, for you know the teams. And I mean, the game against BYU, BYU up point. I watched this one, and BYU went up big in the first period, and then they did pretty good in the second, and then. UVU almost came back. Like they were, they were playing strong in the third period. It looked five to two, loss, but UVU really had a strong third period. So, hopefully, those kids can you know continue to grow and gel and you know figure it out. And I mean, they got their first win against Montana State this last weekend. They split. They they played two games against them and split them, but they got a win, so that was good. And um, they're heading up to Logan on yeah. Friday. For the home the Utah State home, yeah. So and that's who we had, you had on the podcast two weeks yeah. ago, yeah. Right? Yep. We had Trace, Trace Farr, and Brendan Wolcott. So those guys were good, and yeah, they played BYU for you know their first game of the season, and like I said, it was the same kind of thing. Like they were in it, even though they lost, I think by two goals, but they were in it. Yeah, the they had a a real bad loss to. Weaver State, I think, right? It was like 15. No, no, that's UVU. UVU did, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, oh, okay, okay. No, just sorry. Yeah, Utah State went down and lost by a couple goals to, to BYU, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then they went to Weaver State. Yeah, then they went to Weaver State. Yeah. That was pretty sick. Yeah, the OT loss to Weaver. They seem like pretty, pretty close, those they two teams. And I watched that game, too. So I've been watching a lot of these games, and I thank the streamers. Like, dude, the people streaming games – you guys are saints, because is it I, hockey TV? Um, no, I've just been doing them through like they usually have like a Facebook link. I, that's how BYU does it. Oh, okay, UV, Facebook and, Live. And Weber did like a YouTube link, and so thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone for streaming their games because it makes it so I can watch that's these dope. games while I'm out, you know, watching kids play hockey. And we we watched the BYU Utah State while we were at a football game that my daughter was dancing at. So it's been really nice to be able to tune in and watch these games, whether we're on the road or whatever. Because um, me and Autumn were going to try to make it to some, but you know, when you got three kids that have their own agendas, you you kind of yeah. roll with the punches. So thank you, thank you, thank you for the streamers um, and the high school streamers. I saw I saw them streaming at the Alta Skyline game, and I was just like, oh dude, you guys are saints. <laughs> it's awesome what they how far they've come with streaming now yeah like it just seems like anybody almost anybody can have a stream or has a stream now like my mom's league men's league in arizona they stream the games yeah that's cool it's like cool dude yeah like get a couple people to watch and you know you're just hanging out at home you know maybe there's a football game you're on and you're like eh, whatever and they, oh yeah mom's playing a little drop-in hockey i mean not drop-in but men's league and you just turn it on and and then when she's telling mm-hmm. you about the game, you know, you can like chirp in like, "Yeah, I watched it. You know, I saw that. That was a that was a good goal." So, I think it's awesome that they're doing that. But like I said, get back to where I started to go off on this railroads. But the Weber uh, Utah State game it went into overtime, and Utah State had a comeback to get into overtime. Went to overtime, and they had a power play, but didn't score on it. And then they were got a penalty called on them, and before the whistle could be blown, Weber State scores with like seconds left in the game and wins it. So it was kind of. I like, saw that play that that goal that was pretty like where he, he spins around with one hand on the stick and like got it through a Utah State guy's legs, and went yeah. top cheddar from like 
that top of the circle <laughs> kind of area. I was like, it was a wild goal. I was like, wow, that's how the game ended, huh? Yeah, so that was a good one, and I I, I want to see the rematch of that one. That one's going to be a fun rematch, and yeah, and I wanted to get up to UVU. I mean Utah State to see BYU play up there, but it's the same night as BYU football is going to be up there next weekend. I I believe so. It's going to be a busy weekend up there in Logan. Oh, was that on Saturday? I think it's on a Friday or Thursday. Not, okay. not their well, home opener, have... but like the next one, I believe, or something. Oh, okay, know. the next series. Yeah, okay. I guess. I got my dates all mixed up. You know, I'm pretty sure you could go check their schedules and know exactly what I'm talking about, but I'm just kind of pinballing, spitballing here, you know, <laughs> all over the place. But Weber, yeah, State, they all... Weber State, I guess they, they were undefeated in the state, but they went to that Boise Showcase, and they did lose one game at the Boise yeah. Showcase. So that was their first loss. They had loss. the uh... – Overtime loss to LMU, Loyola, Marymount is what I end up seeing, yeah. But, yeah, they went – both Utah State and Weber State won 3 of 4. Yeah, and Utah State tied. So, it was they, – yeah. they went 3-0 oh, and 1. Weber State goes 3 and 1. So, hey, they look like two strong teams out there. And, you know, and UV – or Utah State's going to play UVU this weekend, and then they're going to play Boise State this weekend. So hey, maybe that's why they maybe they rescheduled the games. I think it was supposed to be BYU this weekend, but now it's UVU. So oh, okay, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that's, I think BYU, that's what happened. BYU seems to have. It seems like it's harder for them to to get schedule games or get games. I don't know what's being. Maybe it's the private school thing, but yeah, because they don't they, play until the sixteenth. Yeah, or maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm off on that, but it seems like they, <laughs> they play less games. I mean, they've played less games this season than last season. They only played just those four against Utah State, and Utah State was, you know, wheel, trying to wheel more games. Yeah. Maybe, maybe BYU was just, hey, we're undefeated, bro. <laughs> hey, they're still undefeated. They're still undefeated. They look really good, man, and they destroyed that new U of U D2 team. What, 10-3? 10 Yeah, that's, that's their own Utah. That's only – the D2's game, only game they've played. And so, yeah, and it was like 4 nothing going into the third. And so they were, like, already, like, beating them pretty bad. And then the third, I mean, they got three goals, but BYU got another six goals. So, <laughs> Yeah, they're probably just looking up, like, we want the D1 team. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be interested to see that matchup because BYU, they, they, I mean, they beat Utah State four times last season. I don't know how – I mean, I imagine they'll probably – I don't know how they'll stack up against Weaver this year, but they seem like they'd be competitive against them as well if they – you know, because Utah State's been pretty neck and neck with Weaver State yeah. in that matchup. The one matchup this season at least. So, it would. Well, it, I think it would be interesting to see the U play, these other – their D1 team play, BYU, and then even Weaver State and Utah State too. Yeah. So, it, it'll be good to see, and it'll be exciting when Weaver State and BYU end up playing because – I mean, BYU beat Utah State five two or something or four three or five three. It was by yeah. two goals, and then Weber State and Utah State end up going to overtime. So, I mean, that's hockey. I mean, no game can really predict the next game. It's it's all up in the air. But it's just fun for people like me hey. to talk about. You know, act like we know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and did you stream that UVU one against BYU? Or did I, you go out there? I didn't watch that one. No, 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 no. Oh, I UV, thought you were saying. No, no, no. The UVU-BYU one, yeah, we streamed that one. I didn't watch the UVU-Weaver one, but yeah. So I'm, I've been wondering. I've seen some of their highlights and pictures. Like They're rocking like this green practice-looking jersey yeah, in UVU. And I'm like, I don't know if they're in a jersey change. Because they have good gear, but the jersey, I'm like, is that really the, the jersey they're going with? That has been so the you look at their old pictures and the – yeah, that's the only jersey they've worn all year. So hopefully the the jersey order got lost in transit and they're going to have some new jerseys. But <laughs> hopefully they're not. I know, because everything else is nice. But I'm like, that jersey, you know, like it just look, it looks like it's a fill-in jersey. And hopefully they got. It, it definitely is a practice jersey, but hopefully that isn't what they're planning to use for games all year. But. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> maybe it is. Maybe Jersey doesn't make you a good team. <laughs> yeah. But hey, look good, feel good. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Do you think they make them like you know how like when you like you go to a, you know on a game 
day you got to wear like your you know you got to bring it on the hanger do you think they, they make them have the the practice jersey on the hanger <laughs> <laughs> no they they got their own uh closet you know there at Provo they all hang them in probably and <laughs> yeah. they got a team manager ironing them and stuff <laughs> there you go there you go so yeah and then the d1 team for utah they start up this weekend and they're playing arizona state um friday and saturday so, oh arizona state that's actually no 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 arizona pretty... no no sorry sorry are u of a no. is it u of a yeah u of a sorry arizona university i always get those mixed up but yeah it's it's not arizona state it's u of a arizona that's right u of a yeah no that, that should be a cool series i think u of a just on that other that hockey house podcast, they finished way up there in one of those best barns. Oh yeah, rallies because and I've been to that uh, stadium, and they basically have this like huge conference center that they turned into a hockey stadium. Wow! I was told once that like one of their old coaches like won the lottery or something like that, <laughs> and that's why they have that because it's yeah. like it it's like almost as big, maybe not almost, but it's like it looks like the Maverick Center almost when you walk in there, like and it's got a bar yeah. and you're like all this for a club team wow. and someone told like i heard that the coach won a lottery and put a bunch of money in this place <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the real story is but it is huge oh man that's funny yeah yeah <laughs> we need to get to the bond with that so but yeah we'll have to figure it out and then also i mean just to tease our interview today will be d1 utah d1 hockey player sam brickley so That'll be an awesome interview and a lot of fun. So, younger that, brother of Daniel Brickley, right? Yeah, yeah. So kind of like a, they're a pretty, you know, good Utah hockey family. And yeah, yeah dad Matt was a pretty big name in the hockey, Utah community for a while. Ref, yeah, he, did and a coach. Lot, he did a lot of things for Utah hockey and leagues. Yeah, rest in peace, Matt yep. Brickley. Yeah, yeah. Whether you liked right. him or you know didn't like him, that's <laughs> that's great, you know. He's yeah. a good guy, and he did a lot of things for hockey in the state. And usually, when you got your hands in a lot of things, it's you know you're doing yeah. a lot of good, and that's awesome, you know. So he did a lot of good, and I mean, we're going to talk to his kid here in just a bit. So, but I also wanted to mention before we go over to that, the Utah Grizz. Um, nothing really new like happening. I mean, we've announced that their first game is that twenty third. You know, the home opener. And about a hundred times, I feel like, but that still was basically the newest news. Other than they're gonna have a coaching announcement tomorrow at eleven a.m. Well, today this podcast will be coming out on Tuesday, so it'll be today at eleven. If you're, you know, up and at them and listening to this podcast, and if you're a little bit later than that, then you probably already know the news, and <laughs> we you already know who the coach is. So that'll be cool. And- Sorry, I guess I was that the Utah Grizz you were just talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Utah Grizz. Because Tim Branham got called up, right? Yeah. Is he, is he playing Colorado that he's, yep. he went to? Assistant coach up there, so they will have a coaching announcement tomorrow to slash today um, at eleven a.m. That's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah, good for good for Tim. Hopefully, we see some more of that same success with the new coach. Yeah, and. With that, I guess we'll, I mean, really they're just doing some sightings, but let's head over to that interview real quick. All right, today on the podcast, we got two of the University of Utah hockey players. We got Sam Brickley and Ethan Noonan. What's up, guys? Hey, how are you? How's doing, it going? Doing great, doing great. So, yeah, you guys you guys are just saying that you guys got early practice tomorrow morning, so we're gonna keep this nice short and sweet. <laughs> what time is practice in the morning? Seven fifteen. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. I was I was expecting like five AM. Oh no, I would not be up. I would not be up. <laughs> oh, you passed those days. Those are those are for the young kids, right? Yeah, seriously, youth hockey. <laughs> those are the those are the days, right? So Ethan, let's start out with you. So where, what's your, uh, where are you from? What's your hockey yeah, background? So, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm originally from North suburbs of Chicago. Um, I started playing um, at the Highland Park Falcons and uh, played two years there. And uh, 
we actually won nationals there. My that was 2016-2017. So I was tier two na- tier two nationals in um, Coral Springs, Florida. Um, and then after that, I moved on uh, to the Milwaukee uh, Admirals in the Tier One Elite Hockey League, the uh, Triple A. Played uh, two seasons there, and then uh, I left my junior year of uh, high school to go play juniors at the, in the NA3 for the Rochester Grizzlies. Uh, first year we uh, won Central Division, and then we went on next year. Uh, that was my last year. Uh, juniors last year we uh won central division and then we uh went on we played uh in the national championship we uh we lost to north iowa so now here i am at uh utah hockey nice what what brought you here to utah yeah so i just i had had two more years of junior eligibility but i just i was kind of thinking i really wanted to be at uh at a big school with uh good hockey program i'm going into business accounting so they have a good uh, program here and i just love the mountains and it's just all that combined in one and i reached out to coach uh feeney and we started talking he started talking to coaches and next thing you know i was uh in a pretty good position here well glad, glad you're out here and, and yeah <laughs> yeah and you like it so far you enjoying the mountains yeah, it's stunning. Seriously, there's never a there's never a dull moment. There's always something to do. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Chicago. I mean, Chicago's got its own fun stuff. No mountains, <laughs> yeah. though, right? <laughs> yeah, no mountains. It's all it's all flat there. Uh, yeah, Chicago's cool. The city's cool. It's awesome. It's really, oh. uh, it's a great environment, great setting. Also, then lived in Rochester, Minnesota, for two years for my juniors there, and that was an awesome time. Uh, it's a really cool place there. So you're just you're just all over the states, you know, just, I know. just soaking it in. And, yeah, Midwest to West. Yeah, and Sam, let's jump over to you. I mean, let's 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 listen to your you know history, hockey, you know, career. I guess you could call it to this point. Thank you. So, I started playing when I was three years old. My dad ran men's league, uh, Matt Brickley. He unfortunately passed away, but uh, he got me on skates. And then I played Salt Lake County Lightning growing up. And then come U14, I played double-A for Davis County Golden Eagles. And then 16s, I played Park City Ice Miners. Then U18 first year only, Park City. And then I moved away my second year to St. Louis, Car Shield Hockey. And I... Didn't like it. Coach didn't really like me, too. So, then, at Christmas, this coach reached out to me, which was my assistant coach, Vinny Bone, for El Paso Rhinos in the Western State Hockey League. And I went and played there from Christmas till March. And absolutely loved it down there. Doesn't sound like a fun city. Great environment. You're packing barn, 2,500 people at a game. That's awesome. And then the next year, I didn't know if I wanted to play hockey anymore. Then I decided to play. Went up to Canada, Ottawa. Went to the CCHL, played for Canada Lasers. And then I was like, I kind of want to follow my brother's footsteps. He he played Division One, And so I was like, maybe I have a chance at this. Like, if I push myself hard enough. And then I, then my coach kind of ruined it. And I did, I really did love it up there. Just a different environment up there. They're so, Canadians are so nice to Americans. And then after that season, I got a call from my head coach from last year, uh, Chris Lloyd and Jeff Torrey. They, and then, so the owner of the, team is in Long Beach, New York, Long Beach Sharks in the NA3HL. Both called me, and then George called me, said, come play for us. So I went and played juniors there. It was kind of brutal with the COVID whole thing happening. Yeah, We only had eight games played from September to December. Then we finished with 37. So that was <laughs> – second half of the year was a straight grind, but 
so fun. Then Morgan reached out to me halfway through the year. And I've known him for years. And so he goes, I'd like you to come to my tryouts at the University of Utah. I think, yeah, I will. Like, see what I can do. Sure enough, staying home. Salt Lake native. Decided to play in front of decided to play friends in front of friends friends and family. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean I, I mean I know I know you, who your family is and stuff. I mean, anybody who plays hockey in Utah knows, you know, your dad's name, Matt. I mean he's a, he was a legend here in the, you know <laughs> in the yeah the the state. So, you know, rest in peace and sorry to hear, you know, his his passing and stuff and that was sad news and I think the whole hockey community kinda mourn together for that and i mean whether you like the guy or love the guy you know or you know you hated the guy i mean there's plenty of those guys but you know he, yeah. did, he did a lot for hockey in this state and you know i think i think we can all recognize that so that's awesome and yeah, you know, I agree. <laughs> yeah you're probably coming from you know from chicago and you're probably like oh yeah brickley everybody knows brickley <laughs> i mean i've seen what his brother can do it yeah <laughs> crazy that's awesome yeah and that's and he's you know following his dreams and doing all that that's awesome but you know hey you, you're doing your own story and that's awesome and i like and and i like that your you know your story was like i played here salt lake you know david c wind park city and then then you went all over the place yeah <laughs> and that yeah. was awesome and i and i saw you played for the long beach sharks but i thought that was long beach california that was actually long beach new york <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's a little bit different side of the states. <laughs> it was it was fun out there. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. We both we both played the same league, NA three. Oh uh, yeah. We both can attest to it. It was an awesome time in juniors. And so did you guys play? Again? Did you guys play against each other? No, no, because oh. we were totally different. I was uh, Central Division. You were uh, East. I was yeah. in the East Division. Yeah. So the only time we'd ever see each other was in playoffs, but that didn't uh, happen. So it's yeah. just, yeah, and it, it was awesome. It built us. Yeah, I mean, we're both what you're 21 coming in. I'm 19 coming in. Uh, that's older for freshmen, so that's kind of what juniors prepares you for. And it's, it's nice. It gets you stronger, gets you faster, and and it's a good time. <laughs> there you go. And you get to live the college life up there on the University of Utah campus. Do you exactly. live? Do you live at home, Sam? Yeah. So I currently live at home. With my mom and my sister, but I don't know. Like I was thinking about moving out next year to go live in a hockey house, but I don't know if I will. This house is outrageous right now, yeah. so if they drop, I, I might go move in. <laughs> there you go, hey. But that's you know that's cool. You get to be home, and I'm pretty sure you'll have plenty of fr- fans and you know that are from family and friends. You know, they're the games, and that'll be yeah. awesome. And you guys start out this weekend, right? This is your first game. Yeah. Yep. Home opener. Yeah. Home. So, yeah. At home against Arizona. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Man. It'll be a good. Uh, it'll be a good test. Where uh, I've heard they're pretty good in past, and hopefully we can get out to a good start. Yeah, and I heard they. I heard they got a crazy barn. Like they gets pretty nuts down there. I heard it gets packed. They have. Uh, they have one kid over there. Uh, he's. Uh, I think he's a he's a Chicago native too. Oh, okay. He's pretty good. Uh, I think Jesse Lowell. Hmm. He's out there in Arizona. But uh, I mean, it, it'll be a good competition. It'll be a good test to see where uh, we're at. Because this is the first year that Utah's at the the D one, right? No, this is their no. oh technically third. Oh, okay. last year didn't oh, happen. Last year, okay, okay. And then yeah. the year year before was their first year. Okay. Exactly. And then, yeah, last year kind of got cut off because of COVID. Now, this is the first full season back, uh, based off of that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, you guys have a little bit better outing than the, the D2 team. No. Yeah. That was kind of. Yeah. Seriously. That was a rough one to look at. Yeah. That was. It just seemed like they got off to the, you know, a wrong start. <laughs> yeah. But there's plenty of season, to, you know, to fix some problems and stuff. And. You know, cheer yep. those guys on, but yeah, as I mean, what are you guys looking forward to most this season? Let's Sam, let's start out with you. Uh, most probably playing in front of friends and family. So I haven't done that in years, and being home is going to be very exciting for me. I think, but 
I think we're going to be a really strong team this year, competitive with all the teams we play against. So, yeah, so. What, about, what about you, Ethan? Kinda, I had to say just kind of building the Utah hockey name. And, I mean, it's a new organization, and I think the best thing we can do is just represent ourselves well and just keep winning and doing what we got to do and keep making the name bigger. Yeah. I think it's, we got four years to build a program and see where uh, we can take it. Yeah. Sam, you got you got some pretty good hockey flow going there. Who's got the best hair on the team? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I mean, the bowl, the bowl is pretty greasy. Yeah, oh, uh, oh, that looks good. That looks real good. <laughs> got a cut for pictures. There you go. There you go. Nice. So, um... So is there is there a certain hockey moment in your guys' career that like stands out like your favorite hockey moment, whether it's a goal, a game, a time, just anything? Like, is there one like thing that like that was my favorite time or you know goal or moment in hockey? Ethan, let's start with you. Yeah, I'd say probably when uh, my team, the Highland Park Falcons, we uh, went on to Coral Springs and won nationals there. That was just. Uh, I can't. I can't even imagine. I can't even describe it. It was just. It was a moment. It was surreal, and it's, it's something you can't experience again. But you just always want to look back on it. And, remember, man, remember, the, yeah. remember those feelings, you know. And yeah, no matter what you're playing for, I mean, everyone always like it's not the Stanley Cup, but when you're in that moment and that's what you're playing for, who cares yeah. what the end goal is called, whatever the trophy's called, or whatever it. It feels like, you know, that same feeling of accomplishment. So that's I awesome. I completely agree, yeah. Yeah, what, what about you, Sam? Is there a moment or something that sticks out in your mind? Um, probably when I was in two things. When I was in the Western States playing for El Paso, my first game back after my dad's funeral, when I went back down there, I scored my first junior goal when I went down there. So that was pretty surreal. Yeah, that is. And then when we won the national champions in the Western States in Ogden against Ogden. Oh yeah, against Ogden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. So you so. you guys played against the Mustangs and beat them. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty. That's pretty special. You know, I mean, yeah. that's you're not from Ogden, but it's still pretty close to hometown. I bet you played yeah. a lot of youth games there growing up. Yep. That's awesome. So. Um, who was the most, who was the biggest influence off the ice, you know, to you, Sam, we'll start with you. Probably my dad or my brother, because my brother's been pushing me every day since he's been home this summer, but he left Saturday. So, but it's been, he has been pushing me all summer. Like you gotta get in shape. Like if you want to really play at college hockey, you gotta push yourself. It's not the same as juniors. So He's been getting me to the gym and stuff. So, what, what about you, Ethan? Honestly, I think it has to be like the players and coaches around us in the in that space. I feel like that's what drives the team to go places. And just the closer the guys are, and the better the uh, the better the, uh, we perform. And I think that's the main point of that. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a good thing, you know, or a good mindset to have and look forward to, like, you know, getting closer and, you know, getting that mindset. So that's awesome. Is is there anything else you guys want to, like, shout out or, you know, anybody you want to? <laughs> I mean, I just want to thank the past coaches, Chris uh, Chris Rathloff at uh, Rochester Grizzlies and uh, Morgan Feeney just for their uh, communication and just uh, getting me in the places I am. Yeah, we can't do it without uh, the coaches. All right, Sam, let's go to you. <laughs> uh, it's probably the same thing. I would like to shout out like my past coaches, my junior coaches, uh, Jeff Torrey, Chris Lloyd from the Sharks, and then Morgan reaching out to me to come play for him. Chris and Jeff pushed me all year, saying I can go places. So, well, I look I look forward to getting out to a, a handful of games this year, and you know, supporting you guys and. Hey, it it seems like in Utah right now there's a lot of good hockey coming on and you know going on and so that's awesome that you guys are here and you guys are gonna get a full season out of this and 
you know, hopefully it goes good and you guys, you know, have success and, you know, bring home, home a championship at the end of the season. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. We'd love to see you at the games and uh, thank you for having us out here. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys, for coming on. Have a great night. Yeah, you too. Yeah, thank you. Welcome back to the show, the podcast, whatever you want to call it. We are back, me and Mason. <laughs> the two of us. The two of we us. We are back. Is that the, <laughs> Just, the hangover? Yeah, yeah. The hangover line. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> we watched the hangover last night, actually. Well, I, I, I watched on the airplane. <laughs> I fell asleep while trying to put Brooks to bed in his room, and then I came in and Autumn had turned on the hangover, so... I didn't really watch much of it. I kind of fell asleep pretty quickly. But, yeah, watched the yeah. hangover last night. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. I actually watched it on, yeah, on Saturday night on the way back from Morocco. <laughs> nice, nice. But, yeah, so let's jump into a little NHL news. I think we're still in that weird phase where there's not really a whole lot going on and everything is just kind of waiting for things to start. What? But Preseason started. Preseason started. I watched the Leafs preseason game on Saturday night after we got home from a, a practice and John Tavares was back on the ice so it was good to see him back on the ice after that you know scary injury that is last huge. season so he's still rocking the sea right yeah he's still the captain and yeah they did good I mean they they won four to one I believe yeah four one and like it was fun because like and the other preseason games I've watched have also done this but they just do a shootout just for fun so it's like the Leafs, oh, cool. the Leafs won the game, but like they could have lost the shootout, but they ended up winning the shootout. So they won the game and the shootout. So double win. Double win. That's <laughs> sick. Did Matthews score? Matthews didn't play. Oh, I mean, yeah, preseason. Yeah, he he's got he's been coming off his wrist injury. He said they said he should be ready for the NHL season. So I don't know if he'll play in any preseason games. But yeah, I know. Crosby and Malkin are both out yeah. with uh, mid-season or off-season surgeries that are going to put them out through the beginning of the season. Yeah, and but hey, you got to take care of the body. Got to, got to. So, yeah. uh, that Seattle had the first yeah, win ever. So we, I watched that preseason game last night too. We went over to Marks and we were hanging out, and I was like, "Hey, let's turn on the Seattle game." So we turned on the Seattle game, watched it. And it was up in Spokane, so it wasn't at their new facility. It was it a in Spokane? Yeah, but it was like a roaring crowd in yeah, it was Spokane, right? It was like packed. So, and and like they're like, oh, they're gonna win their first game, and I'm like, they probably put out their NHL roster, and like the Vancouver Canucks probably had like their like <laughs> scrubs out, you know, bunch of guys that I, probably aren't even gonna be on the team. Yeah, and like you never know with preseason. Yeah, what if it like if it means anything really, um, but. I mean, hey, why not stack the deck? I guess you're trying to get a, a new fan base to yeah. be on board. You know, like let's yeah, <laughs> that's what I show out. Like, you know, they gotta win every preseason game just to roll into the season. You know, and like Riley Sheehan scored the first goal ever, and it's funny because like you'll be like, oh, first goal ever in Kraken history, but then in like two weeks when like it's the first game, yeah. they'll say that exact same thing: first goal ever in Kraken history. Nobody's gonna remember Sheehan's goal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, long live. You know, get, get it while you can. It'll be a week before everyone forgets. But they did have Chris Drieger in net, and that was cool. And I mean, Vancouver had some, you know, AHL goalie or something in that. So <laughs> okay, so no Grubauer though. No, no Grubauer. I was wondering if they were playing Grubauer or Drieger, but it was Drieger. And they also Seattle won five three, I believe. I think they they pulled the goalie and they scored an open net. So they won 5-3. And so they went to the shootout just because, you know, they're doing these shootouts, but they lost the shootout. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it was kind of like a, like the goal that went in, it like slipped under the goalie's pad and just kind of like went into the corner of the net. It was kind of like Patrick Kane's like goal. Like they almost didn't know if it like went in, but it like when you look at the overhead view, you saw it go in and it was kind of like a, Anticlimactic, like, oh, mm. yep, that went in. That's, that's, <laughs> hey man, that's kind of funny, is what it is. Preseason shootout, no one will care in a couple weeks, but yeah. So hey. Seattle won their first preseason game, but lost their first shootout. So, 
technically one and one. <laughs> <laughs> they they only lost half a point or one point. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they got point seven five points right now. Or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. But you know, that's really that's really the biggest news. I mean, Henrik Lundqvist is going to have his jersey retired January twenty eighth at Madison Square Garden. And at Washington, no, just joking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Didn't play a single game, gets all That'd be hilarious, dude. But, yeah, so he's getting his jersey retired in New York. And, yeah, um, jersey ads are coming next season for NHL teams. And Washington already signed their jersey ad. It's going to be Caesar Sportbook. So it was kind of, you know, different oh. to see that, you know, on a jersey. Yeah. Kind of like the helmet. It's not big. It's not... It's kind of like what the NBA does with theirs, where it's just a little little thing on the shoulder. So, pretty sure people will have a bunch to say about it you yeah. know, in the next coming bit. But I saw that they're selling tickets on Wednesday for the Winter Classic. Yeah, yeah. It's our, it's, for all those people going, I did, dude. Those uniforms that Minnesota are going to rock, pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, throw back to the old. I, I, uh, I think they're cool. Minnesota. I think there's a lot going on, but. It's it's busy, but those like old tan gloves, I was like, yeah, the tan cool. gloves look good. That's and, probably the best piece of it all. Yeah, but, but I mean, these are these are things we have to talk about. Is what day tickets for Winter Classic? None of yeah. us are going to go to is going to go in. Stuff that's not really that relevant, but you know, the seasons we're we're like we're on the edge, man. We're getting close, but we're getting there like, gives us more time to focus on you know local college and junior hockey. Yeah, up until the the pros so really get it kicked off but yep and i already missed my first like fantasy draft yesterday like i even got the like hey fantasy draft tonight at seven oh, i was like oh, oh yeah i'll oh. be there i'll be on and then nine o'clock hit and i was like oh shoot forgot the fantasy Auto draft, draft. <laughs> and like everyone's like oh dude your team looks good but like nah dude my team sucks yeah <laughs> i don't pick teams always what happened to me bad, last year but like dude they suck because everyone on my team I don't like. So, but yeah, that's all I got. Um, got anything else, Mason? No. Um, I think yeah, we hit it all. The big <laughs> stuff. Yeah, there's not a lot going on in NHL. I think I saw the top ten players were put out. I did, no one really yeah. cares. Yeah. Not too surprising that McDavid is number one. You know, I think I, my biggest surprise is they put Crosby at number five. I was like, oh wow. I didn't know they'd still put him that high. Again, over Matthews, yeah, just Matthews ahead of Matthews. I was like, you know, I was like, I could see that one going the other way, too, even yeah. though I'm a huge Crosby fan. But, yeah, yeah. What, what do you got to say on it? No, I was going to say, I was looking at that when, like, the top, when when the 20 through 11 came out, I was like, okay, who's the top 10? Because you can kind of figure it out in your brain, you know, who's it going to be. Yeah. And there was two on there that I was like, they picked them? And one of them was... Marshan, I cannot believe that he was in the top ten. Yeah, at number ten is it's really high for Marshy. Like, I feel like Bergeron to be in the ten. Yeah, but like Mar- Marshan. Yeah, like, but I guess he's an effective player. And who was number nine? Nine was Panarin. Was Panarin. Panarin was the other one. I like. I couldn't think about, I, but that makes sense. Yeah, as of the last two seasons, I would say he's cracked that, but. Up until that point, you know, he was They also asked yeah. Panarin if he wanted to be the captain of the Rangers, and he said, no. Nah. <laughs> He's like, I just want to score a bunch of goals. Yeah, he said, that's not for me. I don't even speak good English, so. Who is captaining New York right now? Stop. It's up in the air. That's There's why nobody. they That's why they oh, okay. asked him about it. They were, like, doing player interviews, and they asked him if he wanted to be a captain, and he was like, no. I mean, they weren't, like, asking him to be the captain. They were saying, would you want to be the captain? It was an interview, but he basically said no. So They should uh, pick up – they should give it to Fox or maybe Reeves, you know. <laughs> they get Ryan Reeves out there, so see on him, you know, a lot of fight. He's like, next yeah. time Wilson comes into town, his head, his face is going to the ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll get to see real quick, you know, after that first game where they're going to square off. And it's probably going to be those games that everyone's, like, thinking it's going to happen. It's either going to happen at the very beginning of the game or it's just not going to happen, I think. But I think it's going to yeah. – I think it's one of those things where Wilson's just going to step on back. Hey, if we don't do this now – then it's just going to drag on all game, you know. And so I think they'll do it early, get it over with, give the people what they want, and move on with the game. It'll be. It would be fun to see. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I like. 
Yeah, I I'm think. Like, I don't... <laughs> Keep on talking. I don't know. <laughs> I think I Washington like wins a, the game four or two. Player. Um, yeah, I say, I think it's going to be even farther. I think five one. Five one, Washington, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. So that's about it, guys. And have a great weekend. Have a great week. Whatever you got going on. Been real. Later, Mason. All right, man.